Happy Friday, everyone. Episode number two of the night. Pull my cap down over my eyes. My new Raiders baseball cap. Get my glasses up there so there's not a glare coming from my eyes. So just some something or some things that I found uh, intriguing this week. In in the news, um, there's a lady running for Virginia House of Delegates. That's a, a porn actress. Porn internet porn is her side gig. Bless her little heart. Uh, and, and Donald Trump had this interview with Megyn Kelly. Uh, I suggest you you search it on YouTube. It was good. Uh, she pushed back on a lot of things he, he said uh, when he was trying to interrupt her and talk over. She said, stop, stop, stop. Let me, let me finish the question. Let me finish the question. And then, you know, if he, if he wouldn't let her finish, she would just calmly wait for him to finish. And then finish her question and try to get the real answer out of him. And it was a very good interview. Um, he didn't divert or revert to calling her a, a nasty, mean woman. Like he did the interviewer from CNN that he destroyed. Um, Megyn Kelly and her people didn't have to go out and say... Oh, we understand if you never watch us again because we allowed Donald Trump to come on here and lie, lie, lie. And Trump didn't lie, lie, lie that time. Uh, he just made CNN's debater, who was supposed to be an interviewer, look bad. And when the guy brings printouts of what he's talking about to back up what he's saying. <laughs> How you call him a liar? He said, I brought the receipts. I didn't want to do this. And then he pulls them out of his, his jacket pocket and starts going through. But anyways, uh, he said something in this Megan Kelly interview that I don't like, and I just want to dibble dabble on it. So I disagree with Trump on something. And it's called birthright citizenship. So we'll get to that. But. <laughs> oh, heavens to Murgatroy. What, uh, what this, uh, lady down in old Virginia. She's not a Virginia, not a virgin. That's for damn sure. Uh, she is. <laughs> on a an adult site making videos with her husband at least she's doing it with her husband I mean I, I, I guess um, you know but wasn't this 
can't hear that real good. Uh, but yeah, she's out there on this website doing hibbity dibbity with her husband. And at least it's her husband, not like, you know, old Bubba Clinton there monkeying around with every intern possible at the White House. At least, you know, it's with her husband. So, <laughs> keep that in mind uh, when we're talking about this. But, Virginia House of Burgesses, it was the first formal legislature in the United States. Uh, and it's what the United States Congress is modeled on. A representative house. A house of representatives. Okay, I think you get the point. <laughs> That's what she was doing on her website. Turn the sound back here on my computer. Alright, it's turned back. Now we can turn the relaxation music back on for the background noise here. Um, <laughs> it's called, um, this website's called Chatterbait. CH. It's spelled C-H-A-T-U-R-B-A-T-E. Chatterbait. Go get a membership. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. People buy coins with money. And then they give the... They drop the coins. And a little sound comes up. Like chains dropping into a coin jar or something. And... A message pops up on the screen for the performer, and the message is generally what sex act the payer wants the payee to perform. Uh, this lady's a, a nurse practitioner, so she makes she's, she's making a good living. As far as I know, nurse practitioners make you know decent bank. Uh, they're they're, they're allowed to write prescriptions, some of, at least in Ohio. I've had nurse practitioners write me prescriptions. So they're not too much below a doctor. Um, but she's making good money. I don't know what her husband does for a living, but I don't, I mean, this is like her side hustle, side gig. But basically, you've got guys paying you to watch you have sex voyeurism whatever you want to call it and then this wants to be this lady pardon me I shouldn't have referred to her as a this this person I, I skipped the word wants to be an elected representative of people and she's a democrat so no ill will will come to her she'll keep going forward uh if it were a republican caught doing this the republican party would disembowel her disown her and throw her to the wolves but 
she's a Democrat, so it just can slide right on by. And this does not violate any election law. Um, what do you think? You want to drop something in the chat, in the comments? Uh, I mean, is this, it is going online and paying somebody to commit a sex act. And then <laughs> obviously, I mean, come on, you know, Ray Charles can see it and Stevie don't have to wonder. The guys are committing sex acts on themselves as they're watching the sex act on their phone, on this app. I mean, come on, there goes the turnip truck again, and I guess we all just fell off of it. Is this, is this like internet prostitution? I mean, these webcams and things have been around forever, and you pay a, a price or a subscription, and then, you know, the girl is on there doing who knows what. But this uh, chatterbait, from what I understand, is... You you buy your coins, you know, I don't know if it's dollar for dollar or whatever. You buy coins, you pay the person in coins, then that gets converted into cash into their bank account. I think it might, Bitcoin might be involved in it too. Might Maybe that's how they, why it's called a coin. But anyways, you pay, you tell them what, you want them to do on camera and then they do it um and she's interacting with the people on the other side of the camera the husband's kind of off to the side until it's time for him to do his thing with her but the clips i saw of it she's go she was talking to one of the people and she's like oh you're from so such and such oh that's not very far that just makes me wonder, that's not very far. If this person said, hey, would you and your husband like to come swing with me and my wife? Would something else go on on the side? Why are people saying, oh, I'm from here, I'm from there? I mean, maybe it was just part of the conversation. It is called chat. So you can chat with the person. Because, you know, everybody's just on there for the conversations. Just like, you know, everybody just read Playboy for the articles, right? Turn up truck again. Uh, <laughs> but the, the damnedest part of it is, is she's got, she's been caught doing something immoral. According to some people, this is immoral. And she's playing victim. You did something that is socially wrong according to society. Uh, if you were in the same room with this person and they were handing you money and saying, okay, husband, do this to your wife or wife, do this to your husband, that could be considered prostitution. I don't know the law, but as far as I know, Paying for sex acts and you're committing a sex act while watching. I don't know. Is that prostitution? I don't know. But, and maybe it's not. It, it, I could be wrong. 
and I don't want to judge this lady because as a society, this is where we're moving. Uh, there have been, you know, adult or porn actors and actresses throw their names onto political ballots before a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the sex work. It's a job. We can't judge the sex workers. Hmm? I know prostitution is called the oldest profession. And I'm, I don't want to accuse this lady of being a, a prostitute. But in, in a way, that's how I see these sites. You're paying for sexual gratification. You're paying someone else to pose or to watch a video. And you're gratifying yourself 99 out of 100 times. Right? Let's Come on, let's, let's be real. I mean, nobody read Playboy for the articles. Tremont. Nobody watched porn for the outstanding acting. Okay? Nobody watched porn for the storyline or the great script and character development. You bought and watched porn to gratify yourself. But now... It, even further into this, this lady is accusing her political opponents of a sex crime. What is their crime? <laughs> what? So she's totally turning this around so that she can't be, I guess maybe it's reverse psychology or something, reverse, <laughs> reversal of something where she accuses them of a sex crime because they're accusing her of being immoral and maybe she thought they were going to accuse her of a sex crime so she beat them to the punch because in her statement among other things aside from they won't silence me she says uh, they're committing a sex crime what's the crime <laughs> What is the crime of, <laughs> I mean, you could say this is a lot of things. You could call it dirty politics. You could call it muckraking. A lot of other terminologies, uh, you know, digging up dirt, bringing up someone's past, uh, all these things. <laughs> you can call this that we do in politics but a sex crime this is not accusing your political opponent of being immoral and pointing out to the voters that they've uh, committed sex acts on video for money is not a crime it might not be nice it might not be fair but it's certainly not a crime. But it's typical, you know, Democrat immorality and then blame somebody else. You know, I just finished watching this thing um, about uh, Bill Clinton and Monica and how, you know, he did immoral things to women. Allegedly sexual assault. Uh, 
definitely taking advantage of a young, insecure lady like Monica Lewinsky uh, in return to get sexual gratification. Bill Clinton is a sexual predator. Monica, Paula Jones, a lot of these women that he, he, he tried to woo with, oh, I'm a powerful man. Oh, I take interest in you. Okay, now get over here and gratify me. Uh, it, it seemed like they had a lot of insecurities. And predators somehow have a sixth sense to that. Okay? That's sex crime. But what he did was he, he every time he was accused, he turned it around on the women. He and Hillary reversed the table and said, these women are attacking Bill for no good reason. Shamey, shame, shame on them. No, shame on him. I'm not, you know, going to shamey, shame, shame this woman. Finger of shame, as Jimmy Kimmel said when he was almost funny. No, I'm not going to do that to her. I, I just, I find this intriguing. We've got somebody who is an attractive woman, an intelligent woman, doing this, uh, these sex acts on video. Uh, I think number one for attention and number two for money. She just wanted extra money. Maybe, you know, let's face it, everybody spends beyond their means. So if you're a nurse practitioner and your husband's a, a Walmart greeter, you're living in the best house, driving the best car you can afford on that salary. And then next thing you know, inflation hits, the pandemic hits, whatever. And now your income doesn't go as far as it used to. So you find a side gig. And her side gig just happened to be porn <laughs> for money. Um, I don't know too many people do porn for free. But anyways, committing sex acts by request for money. And then she blames her attacker's uh, her critics, that's a better word. She blames her critics of committing a sex act. Um, speaking of sex, to change the subject, that's how babies are made. And uh, there is a law in this country that says if you are born on American soil, you are automatically by default, an American citizen. And I do believe in the 1980s, I was a little little fellow, and I learned about it in school a couple times later in uh, social studies class and uh, civics and government class in uh, elementary school, junior high and high school, that if even if you're born on um, an American vessel, uh, there was a, an immigrant coming illegally and they got picked up by the coast guard and the woman went into labor and the baby was born on the ship and it was argued in court that because that baby was born on United States property a ship belonging to the United States of America that that baby was an American citizen 
and the people arguing for citizenship won. A court ruled that if you're born on an American boat owned by the United States government, that you are an American citizen. So, okay, I have a strong belief, period, point blank. If you are born on American soil, you are an American. Mom and dad, or mom, if the, the dad's not really in the picture, whatever. Mom and dad can piggyback off that baby and be American citizens too. But that baby, that child was born on American soil, on American property. That's an American to me. I love this country so much. I love the United States of America. I'm totally against illegal aliens and illegal immigration and coming to this country illegally. But anyone that is born on American soil is an American. It's in the law. The law has been upheld by courts. And it's also my opinion. So I, Donald Trump and some Republicans have this idea in their heads that by the billions, women are coming to this country in the eighth and ninth month of pregnancy, forcing themselves to go into labor so that their child's born in America and then they piggyback on that child to become a citizen as well. Because the child born inside the United States is automatically an American citizen by law. And I have to ask my fellow Republicans and uh, fellow anti-illegal immigration supporters, how many people do you think actually do that? I, I, I'm sure a lot of people around the world want their child to be born in America. Because I've, as I've said in the past, in America, we have rights that they don't have in other countries. Let me say that again. A lot of people want their child to be born in America because we have rights that they do not have in other countries. All right? Period. That's that. If you're born on American soil, you're an American citizen. Trump wants to overturn this. He said he was going to overturn it. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, Megyn Kelly gave him pushback on because uh, she said during the 2016 campaign, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it. And he has a swig of water. Uh, she said that when you were president, you said you were going to do it and you didn't follow through with it. Why not? And he explained that the lawyers told him he could not do it through an executive order, that it would have to go through the Congress. Now, I know this is an American law. If you're born here, you're a citizen. Period. I don't know if it's uh, 
United States Code or if it's in the Constitution. If it's in the Constitution, the Constitution would have to be amended. And then, of course, that has to go through Congress and then to the states to be ratified. Um, if it's in the United States Code, which is the law, that's another word for the laws, then that code would have to be uh, rescinded and a new law written, rescinding that code and making new law. But I don't believe in that. I don't think Trump should even bother with it. Trying to strike a match. I don't think that I don't think that this happens frequently enough that it's a problem. If anything, you take that baby that was born on American soil. You let them grow up in America. You let them be an American like the rest of us. And then maybe that kid goes on to college becomes the doctor that cures cancer, becomes president of the United States. Because being an American citizen born in the United States makes you eligible to be president. Maybe they go on to be just a regular, average, hardworking American citizen taxpayer. But let's not judge a baby or a mother and father that want their child to be born in America so that child can have rights that they did not have at home, that the parents did not have. Trump pointed out that, well, you know, the, the baby's born here and then all of a sudden, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins and great, great uncle, niece, nephew to the third power uh, all want to follow them into the country and become citizens too. How often does that really happen? So, you're born in America, you're an American citizen, I don't care. Okay? Does this conspiracy of, I'm going to get pregnant and time it and force myself into labor as soon as I cross the border... So I can piggyback on my baby and become an American citizen. How that does not happen often enough for this to become an issue for the presidency. This will get him votes, yeah. Uh, with uh, <coughs> a lot of my MAGA friends. I'm MAGA. I'm for Trumpy baby. There's my boy. I'm voting for him. But this isn't... A situation that comes up often enough to make it an issue for the president to deal with and to go through Congress and to go uh, try and amend the Constitution if that's where the, the law is written or to overturn the United States Code and write a new law. It just doesn't add up to me. But as Dave Chappelle said, Trump sings poor white people's greatest hits <laughs> being a being a poor white people yeah he's he's singing our tune and i don't hold that against him 
Uh, I think he's singing the tune of the, the poor people in general. Uh, uh, black, white, everywhere. Um, men, women, Hispanics. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of Democrats have talked about the problem in the inner city, the the uh, poor minority neighborhoods and, and such. You know, Trump with uh, Cory Booker and Tim Scott created opportunity zones in poor areas, mostly urban, where they gave tax credits instead of just handing out welfare checks and food stamps and all that. They gave opportunities for people if you're a corporation you open a business or if you're a mom and pop and you open a business in an opportunity zone you then get a tax break and people in that zone get an opportunity and people took advantage of those opportunity zones <clears throat> if you were a poorer person <clears throat> in a school system that was considered failing, uh, you could get a opportunity, or pardon me, an opportunity scholarship and go to a better school district or a private school or a charter school where they could fit you into an advanced education program that fit your intelligence and better served you instead of uh, a failing inner city public school. So opportunity, opportunity, opportunity from Trump. I just disagree with him and my fellow Republicans, my fellow immigration reformists, my fellow MAGA friends when it comes to this birthright citizenship issue. If you're born in these United States, by God, you are an American, and I love you, and I want to see you succeed. And if you come here legally through a port of entry, just like somebody in my past did, you know, my ancestors did through Ellis Island, I want to see you succeed and become an American. I know Ellis Island is just a museum now, but that's the... The image, immigrants coming through this island in New York and the Statue of Liberty as the overdrop and, you know, wanting to be by God Americans. And I love that. I love living in this country that so many people want to come to because it's a land of dreams and opportunity. But we're getting a lot of people that aren't here for the opportunity. They're here to take advantage of a system. Uh, they've caught terrorists on the southern border. Uh, so on and so forth. But, let me tell you, the good people that come in legally, those are my people. So, alright, man. That's enough ranting, raving, grambling, and babbling. <laughs> rambling and babbling. <laughs> good night, y'all. God bless you. God bless America. Love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels loved. Amen. See you next panic attack.
everyone had a happy sun yay wherever you are or whatever day this is that you're watching this on have a a happy 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 day so <laughs> i was uh i just came back from dinner today at breakfast for dinner why is it you're only allowed why do we consider you can only eat certain foods at certain times i was i had breakfast dinner breakfast for dinner i guess i don't know uh <laughs> I uh, almost impressed myself. I, I got a big breakfast. Uh, it's called, it was at Bob Evans. It was called the Whole Hog. Right? Okay, yeah. Make your little fat jokes in your head. Um, but it was ba bacon, sausage links, sausage patties, and ham, and scrambled eggs. And then it came with uh, French toast and a pancake, which I traded those to my mom for her wheat toast. I came home and um, I've been feebly trying to watch my blood sugar, trying to get it come to come down so my doctor will stop yelling at me and so I can live long to help you save the republic one podcast at a time and um so uh, i checked my blood sugar and i was like man it's gonna be like 300 after all this i just ate and no and it was like it was like it was 195 which is in the the normal range considering it was a an hour or so after dinner and And stuff. Um, if I'm wrong on what the normal range is, tell me. But I think that's what my doctor told me. You know, when I'm up walking around and normal part of the day, it should be around 180, 190. So it's close. Uh, but yeah, eat high protein, low carb works. Now, if I just did that every damn meal. <laughs> I'd be doing great. But. Breads and sugars are my downfall. And that's something I think we all have to cope with and deal with. So our little congressional cutie. <laughs> that's what I call her. Lauren Boebert. Uh, she, she's adorable in my opinion. Um, when, I, when she first came on the scene. I said oh gosh. Heavens to Betsy. Here's another Sarah Palin. Uh, but she's gotten better, gotten uh, more well-spoken uh, over time. And so uh, I forgot or missed the, the memo. She announced her divorce back in May. And so uh, the liberals think they got her now. Oh, the, the, the wow moment. The uh, I was watch after I read this article. I was watching uh, Viva Fry, and he's like, "Oh, the liberals think they have Lauren in a gotcha moment." So let's delve into this. Lauren Boebert. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna call this Boebert Gate. That was what Viva was calling it. But I, I wrote in my notes here Boebert Gate, and I wrote down his uh, rebuttal to what happened. Uh, She's on security camera at this theater. Uh, basically, 
making out with her boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh, big deal. A heterosexual couple being affectionate in public. So they were at the Broadway show version of Beetlejuice. It's a late, it was a late evening show. And there was a children's warning attached to the show that this show is not for children. There's swearing uh, and there's vaping in the, the show, which another thing Lauren got in trouble for was vaping. I think that's what they kicked her out of the theater for was vaping. Uh, so she was vaping and her and the boyfriend were being flirtatious, handsy. Um, you know, her hand is on his leg, uh, at one point they, I'll read the article and they say something somewhere else, but what I saw looked like it was on his leg. Uh, and it was kind of in between his legs, but that's generally where your hand goes. I mean, you know, if you're touching someone on the leg, there's only so much leg there. I mean, wasn't anything gross or inappropriate he might have been a little bit but um so we have two consenting adults on a date uh this is not a family-friendly show which the media is making it out to be uh there's a warning this is not for children on the playbill on the sign on the show website where you buy your tickets <laughs> so she apologizes for vaping and being overly animated is one headline I read. I don't think she should have apologized for anything. Now where the the liberals think they have her in a gotcha moment is that she is very anti-child drag show, anti-drag drag queen story time and all of those grooming things uh one video i sh i saw it showed a child walking into the row behind her or walking into some row in the theater they have uh security camera footage and they've zoomed the footage in on lauren and her boyfriend and then somewhere in the footage that was leaked there's a child entering the theater so they're trying to say this is a family-friendly show, and she tainted it by flirting with her boyfriend. Um, it looks to me in the video, oh, wrong mouse, too many computers here. Um, she's wearing a dress, like an evening dress, and she's she's got some cleavage going. I didn't know she had cleavage, to be honest. Uh, it does look like her boyfriend's got his hand around her her breast at one point but it's hard to tell because it's black and white and grainy security footage frankly I thought it was an AI deep fake when I saw it because the footage just looks so off but it's movie theater security footage or well, not movie theater it's theater security cameras uh, in black and white um, so here's where this article from, I think it's from some left-wing wackadoo bunch, uh, The Advocate. Oh, yeah, there's, they're an unbiased source there. Um, it's got a cute picture of Lawrence laughing. 
wearing a Second Amendment baseball cap. And uh, it says, the far-right Republican Congresswoman, known for her strong stance against drag, drag queens and transgender people, claiming their mere existence sexualizes spaces, engaging in inappropriate behavior during a family-friendly musical. Now, if you go to the website of this Denver theater, it says on there, child warning, the show is not for children. So it was not a family-friendly thing. Um, it was a performance of the musical Beetlejuice. Um, so Lauren's companion, uh, which who is identified by meant multiple sources as 46-year-old Quinn Gallagher, a Democrat. Oh, Lauren, come on. Hey, I'm available. Uh, Quinn Gallagher, a Democrat who owns a bar at which drag shows have occurred. Lauren, I don't know if any of that's true. Because the rest of the story is so exaggerated... Um, it's, and here, here's an outright lie in the article. The suggested age for Beetlejuice is 10 and over. I, that's not what I saw Viva Barnes reading off their website. Uh, 10 years old to 10 to 17 or 18 is a child. And this website that Viva was looking at where you buy your tickets for this theater in Denver was definitely definitely said on there the show is not for children but they think they've got her because a heterosexual couple was being flirty and heterosexual in public oh heavens to Betsy As she was asked to leave um but I believe that was for taking hits off a vape pen. I don't, I don't know, because you can't believe this article. But there are several articles out there, and you got to be careful with what you read. Careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little eyes, what you see, because she's up for re-election next year. They've got to drag her down, try to get rid of her. Um, and you know, she's not perfect. No one is. But they're not attacking her for her voting record. They're attacking her for having a boyfriend and having an, a, a grown-up relationship. Two consenting adults being flirtatious, being a little handsy. Maybe they had a, a few sips of wine. I don't know. But they were just having fun in public. Public display of affection. Doesn't reach criminal status until you go a lot further than, you know, putting your hand on somebody's leg. Um, this article from whoever I just said. This article from The Advocate says that she fondled his genitals. Uh, she's way further up on his thigh than that in the, the video that I saw them post online. 
So moving along, the CNN Clinton News Network has an article up that says, and it's a total hit piece on Trump. Uh, Trump says, it was my decision, and my decision in quotes, the rest is not, uh, my decision to try to overturn the 2020 election results. So his words that came out of his mouth were, it was my decision, the rest is CNN's propaganda. It's complete op-ed, complete opinion from Kate Sullivan of CNN. Uh, first of all, Trump is the candidate. He's the only one who can make the decision to challenge election results. <laughs> okay? He's the only one that can do that. Um, and this is just another feeble attempt by Democrats to try to convict Trump in the court of public opinion and taint the jury going into these uh ridiculous trumped up trials no pun pun intended actually pun intended as the guy from full house used to say listen to this nonsense former trump former president donald trump said that he received counsel from numerous people shortly after the 2020 election but it was his decision to push the false claim, okay, how do we know it's false? Is there irrefutable evidence that it is that all of his claims are false? Okay. The false claim that he won the presidency and tried to overturn the election results. So, okay, this is this is horrible. Horrible, terrible, awful. Someone's taking responsibility for their actions for crying out loud. You don't want that in politics, for heavens to Betsy. Uh, quote, it was my decision, but I listened to some people. Trump told NBC's Meet the Press in an interview that aired Sunday. Uh, Trump has been indicted. Yeah, we know that's bullshit. He's indicted by a radical left-wing uh, county prosecutor in Georgia. Uh, central premise of special counsel Jack Smith's case, according to his indictment, uh, is that Trump knew the election claims he was making were false. Uh, this Jack uh, Smith guy is a, a political hitman, a henchman for the Democrat Party. Uh, this is all he does is try to go around and bring up ridiculous charges against Republicans. Uh, so he, his claims election he was making were false after being told by close aides that he had lost but disseminated them anyway. Now, he's got a lot of aides, a lot of advisors, a lot of campaign staff. We know some of them told him, look, you lost, you're not going to change these results. What were the others telling him? This is a one-sided hit piece. It's not telling you that he listened to people on the other side that said, no, we see some strange things happened here. They want you to believe that he invented this whole story in his head and went out there and tried to convince you that the election was stolen. 
that's what they're trying to do here. Trying to make it sound like Trump concocted all this in his mind. That there was no evidence of uh, signature verification not taking place. That there was no evidence of uh, lack of chain of custody for ballots. All of these things that are proven. Now they say, well, he went to court 60 times and got thrown out every time but one. And No, he didn't. Other people filed things in court on his behalf and at their own volition, at their own uh, doing. But Donald Trump never took anything to court. They did have hearings in front of the Georgia State Legislature and other state legislatures to plead their cases. And that's why there were alternate sets of delegates in some states, because there was a chance that some of these state legislatures might overturn the delegates that were being sent to Washington. They weren't fake delegates, they were alternate delegates, and that is legal. It's happened before. And people have challenged election results before. In fact, since 2000, Democrats have denied almost every Republican election victory and objected to electors in a lot of those. So that's a normal part of the process. The January 6th riot, no matter who you think invoked it, whether you think it was uh, an inside job or somehow Trump saying march to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically, um, among the other things that he said, like watch TV, um, saying that come to Washington on January 6th, it's going to be wild. You know, I don't think he should have said that. You know, it's going to be wild. Uh, but I don't know if he had anything to do with it turning wild and remember 2016 2017 on Trump's inaugural day it got wild in Washington DC but there were enough police and uh, I think National Guard but there was enough security there to keep it away from the inauguration uh, there there was a small crowd at Trump's inauguration because Republicans work we can't just take a day to gallivant off and watch an inauguration, though we'd like to. Um, but on Trump's inauguration day, there was a riot in D.C. It wasn't on the day of counting of the electors, but Democrats do this and worse. How many cities burned Kenosha, Wisconsin? during the George Floyd riots but that was considered mostly peaceful and patriotic Republicans MAGA stupid shamans whatever they were had no guns didn't try to overthrow anything Some of them were agged on by at least one FBI protagonist, Ray Epps. So, who knows what's going on. 
And we'll never know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Um, I saw Nancy Pelosi on TV lying, saying that, oh, we wanted the, the military there, but Trump wouldn't let them. Well, Trump has the records, <laughs> and he's showing them to people. A debater on CNN that... He did try to send National Guard, and he offered it to Pelosi and Schumer, and they denied it. So, there goes that narrative, Nancy. So, anyways, end of this cigar is coming apart on me. Get off my finger. Well, I can't delve too much into this, but this is... um. This case I've been following of these uh, four Idaho college students who were murdered uh, is very intriguing. Um, this Brian Koberger is now on trial uh, for the murder of University of Idaho students Kaylee uh, Goncalves, Madison Mogan. Zena, Kernoodle, and Ethan Chapin. Um, and the question is, did they know their killer and what was his uh, what was his motive? We don't have a motive for this. Um, and people are still trying to piece together, did he know them? Well, uh, there's no clear reason or rhyme to this. Um, he was on, I think it was Craigslist, looking for criminals and former criminals to interview about what their motive was for committing crime. Uh, and, and it's sad we don't know why. And it's worse for the families. I mean, you get a knock on the door from the police to tell you your kid's been murdered. Can anything worse happen to a parent or a human being? I mean, at least one of these victims had uh, defensive wounds on her arms and forearms and hands like she was trying to fend him off. It's just so sad. And I need to get on uh, Law and Crime on YouTube and start watching this trial because it's, it's going to be a sight to see. Um, you know, why didn't the roommates call the police for several hours after the crimes happened? Well, did they think their friends were just sleeping in, you know? Uh, that's been a big question. You know, of course, the people that live in the house are always the first suspects. And so that was a, a big thing. Well, did, did the other people in the house kill their friends? Uh, and then they got cell phone data and DNA from this guy. There was a, um, a sheath from the knife that was left in the apartment and they got his... Uh, finger DNA off of that and matched it to his dad 
thus matching it to him. And a car very similar to his was seen circling the crime scene on uh, security cam footage and then speeding away on another security camera. But man, this it's so heartbreaking. And everyone ridiculed the police for not giving out more information, not giving the parents a lot of information. But it turned out they were really working some old school detective work to, to find this guy. And if it's proven he did it, man... I don't know if there's more of his DNA found at the crime scene, like uh, blood DNA. I got to get on this, but this is a very tragic, just breaks your heart kind of case. So I'm going to end it with that. Um, they're just out to get conservatives with this Trump and Lauren Boebert stuff. She should not have apologized. She should have said, that's my private life and what I do on my time is my business plain and simple um, you know they're going to try to get her on some kind of ethics on this I'll bet you uh, Trump and this hit piece from CNN come on CNN you can do better you can tell a fraction of the truth at least sometimes but with that God bless y'all Remember to pray for one another. Love somebody today and do the